Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Nova Castrian and Australian country music identity Catherine Britt shared her own Me Too story over the last 48 hours, outlining shocking instances of sexual abuse that she suffered as a young woman trying to break into the music industry. In a series of videos posted to her social media accounts, the five-time Golden Guitar winner claimed that she was inappropriately touched and sexually assaulted when she was underage. Now, this is obviously going to be uh, triggering for some people, so if it does raise any concerns for anybody, please reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14. That number again is 13 11 14. And the incredible Catherine Britt joins me on the line this morning. Good morning. Good morning. I, uh, I just want to start by saying thank you. I'm honoured that, uh, that you're going to be talking with me this morning. And I just think you are so incredibly brave to come out and talk about your story. Has, it been, uh, has everyone been supportive so far? Have you had uh, yay go you type, type correspondence? Um, yeah, so far it's been it's been really positive. Um, you know, I am sort of hesitantly waiting for some trolling, but um, I haven't had any of that yet. You know, I've just had a lot of people reach out to me and, and show support. And I think that, you know, that is the key here is that I wasn't brave enough for so long to say anything. And I've been keeping silent on this, you know, for as long as I can remember. And, you know, I think it takes, a certain period in your life where, you know, I'm a mum now and I'm, you know, in my 30s and I feel like I'm in a safe relationship that supports this, you know, um, 100%. You know, no one's prouder of me than than my partner um, for doing this. And, you know, I wouldn't have had these sort of things in the past um, where I was able to speak out comfortably and, and feel like I was going to be supported. And, and, you know, that's, that's just, even saying that out loud just makes me feel even... even somewhat ashamed you know that we we don't feel like we can even speak out about abuse you know because we're we're so you know um i guess we're so conditioned to believe that you know people won't believe us or that um you know the men will always that are the perpetrators in this situation Mm -hmm. will always win somehow and i think that's part of the damage isn't it really um when you have been abused that you believe that these people are still in power and control of you so and yeah. you know, as, as someone who's uh, you know, you're 37 now. Mm. This uh, you know, this happened 15, 20 years ago. Mm. It must have had a profound effect on you, Catherine. I mean, uh, yeah. c- can you? Ha- has it made you the person you are? Has it? Has it? I mean, obviously, it's negatively impacted. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Um, but you know, how how has this come through in your music? Do you look back now and say, this song, that song, or this song? Really, uh, I was crying out for help. Or you know, yeah. do you look back now and and see some of those cries for help in your music? Um. Uh, not really, if I'm honest. I think because I have only maybe recently in the last year or so realised that this is um, this is actually abuse. Mm. And, you know, I'm just trying to be really as honest as I can here. That's why I'm, I'm trying to speak my words carefully because I, I really want to be real with people in that I didn't realise this was wrong. Mm. You know, for a long time I, I, I thought, well... You know, I started out so young, and and a lot of the things that happened, I I didn't consider as it being wrong, and I, I I trusted these people. I assumed that they knew what was right, and you know, when I've told my partner recently about this stuff, he he has point had pointed out to me 
that you know being having somebody having sex with somebody who's underage is, yeah. is not it's actually rape you know I, I didn't I didn't realize these yeah. things you know like I think that 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 is that has only just come to light for me mm-hmm. and, and I think you know I have been carrying around trauma my whole life and I you know I've been in and out of I was seriously depressed in you know when I was a teenager and you know I've gone in and out of just uh, you know, abusive behavior and um, relationships, and and also, you know, I think a lot of my actions throughout my career and throughout my life are, are based on trauma. And I guess I'm only realizing that now. And I'm really, I've got to be honest, I'm so grateful that I'm realizing it now. It's yeah, it hurts, and you know, this will be an ongoing thing forever for me, working through these these things. But you know, it's so good to finally recognize and have a clear vision on what my life is. You know, I, I was so blind to everything, thinking, oh, I've been so lucky, and, and I had, don't get me wrong. But, you know, like, I think yeah. you, I looked at everything with such a shiny light because I'm such a positive person, and I always try and look at the, the bright side, and, and really I think that that's also just a result of trauma, you know, trying to cope and trying to, you know, be the, the best version of myself because I'm told that, you know, no one wants to hear a whining artist. Nobody yeah. wants to hear, you know, shut up and sing, you know, like that whole mentality is just so drilled into us and, you know, the damage from America and all that stuff is just, it's so there ingrained in me that, mm. you know, you don't want to kick up a stink, you lose your career over it, you know, all those things. And I, I'm over it. I've got to be honest. I'm yeah. a mum now and I'm 37, as you said. This is ridiculous. We need a voice. We need to speak up. We need to be able to talk about trauma. It is not okay to do things that happen to me. You know, it's not it's not acceptable. And these people need to be accounted, held accountable for their behaviour and probably persecuted in some way. Mm. You know, it's it's actually not okay. Mm. So I'm you know I'm, I'm glad I spoke up. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. How did you reach this point? What uh, what got you to the point where, uh, you know, a couple of days ago you went stuff this. I'm I'm going for it, and and off off uh, off your Facebook page went. I mean, yeah. that's where that was the first place that, that all of us obviously saw it. Yeah. What, prom- yeah. what prompted that? Yeah, it's funny because you know it did really come out of nowhere for me a little bit in some ways, but you know it's been building for me for about a year and a half now, wanting to do or say something and not knowing the right way to go about it. Um. And probably, look, there's no right way to go about it. I, I mean, obviously, a little, you know, sort of a semi-mental breakdown Facebook rant is probably not everyone's choice, but it's, it's how I did it. And mm. I, I reached a point where I felt like I needed to finally speak. And it was actually after a conversation with uh, my manager and um, then a friend that I realized that this is just never going to end unless I end it. And, you know, I felt like these there's still to this day things that are used against me as an artist um, career-wise that are based on these these, these things that happened mm-hmm. to me and I thought you know this is I feel like I have to speak up because if I don't ever speak up and I keep being this person that has to stay silent because I don't want to ruin my career then I will never ever you know seek justice in this situation and I think I've got to show my boys that you need to speak up and you need to talk about these things. You need to call people out on their behaviour. And you know, we're in a we're also in a place now where we are able to do that. I've got to be honest with you. If I spoke about this ten years ago, I don't think I would have had the same, you know, support. That wow. I, I actually I actually know I wouldn't have. Mm. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm really I'm glad that the the world and the industries are moving more towards you know Me Too movements and people feeling safe to speak up. And you know, you watch 
industries around us now that are coming out and speaking about sexual harassment and abuse and um, coercive behaviour and things like that. And, you know, it's great. It, I really am, you know, really glad that we're able to finally have a voice and feel safe to do it. That is the key, is feeling safe mm-hmm. enough to speak out and, and feeling like you are going to have people's support, not judgment or, um, you know, things like that, disbelief or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that it, it's taken this long, mm-hmm. but um, we're here now and that's all that matters, right? And that's, you know, that's the incredible thing, you know. You, you do have such a profile. You know, I can remember when you first went over with Elton John, you know. Um, you, you have such a profile and you've been doing this for so long and, uh, you know, from the outside you, you look like somebody who has all their power, is in her power, yet mm-hmm. it is once again exactly what we're seeing with the Me Too movement, exactly what we're seeing with coercive control, that even the toughest of us, even those who appear the most strong, are the mm. ones who can and are being victimised. Mm. You know, that's the thing, isn't it? it? It's really hard to reconcile the fact that Catherine Britt doesn't feel strong enough to uh, to speak out, so how can I? It's really yeah. tough, isn't it? Yeah, that's interesting you say that. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think, you know, um, I don't think any child has that, that, that strength. You know, I've always been a very strong character. I've always been very sure of myself and, and I feel like I have, you know, generally had that, but yet I still was able to be in those situations. So, yeah, it does show you that anyone can be a victim of this stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, that really, sorry, that was, yeah, that's very true. And it makes me feel for so many women, you know, that maybe there is so much more to this and yet they're not speaking out because they don't feel safe and... Yeah, that's just it's so a tough horrible. one. Yeah, it's, it's tough, horrible. isn't it? Yeah. How important was uh, getting the right support around you? I mean, I know you've mentioned therapy, and uh, you know you've, you'll mm. have years to come of this as well. Mm. How important was getting the right support around you? Oh, I think that's key to everything. You know, I'm a I'm a psychologist's daughter. I am a, a strong advocate for seeking help. Um, and I think that there's nothing better than talking things out and getting and seeking, you know, seeking help. I think it is the key to so much of this stuff. I, I've been in and out of therapy my whole life. And I think that's a very healthy thing to do. I think there's nothing wrong with accepting help. And I think that's one of the key things in our society is being ashamed of that mm-hmm. and being ashamed of, of being, you know, at the end of the day, being a human being. We all have... Um, to deal with life and life is not easy you know we get chucked into situations we get you know health um, things come up we lose people in our lives you know deaths and and sicknesses and all that stuff everyone has things they need to work through and it's okay to work through them in a healthy way and therapy is definitely one of them you know meditation you know um, exercise and and eating properly and, and looking after yourself these are all getting the right amount of sleep you know, these, these are all really key things that I really try and stand by, um, you know, as best as I can, you know, not abusing drugs and alcohol, things like that, you know. These are things I've all, I have done in the past, for sure, um, you know, to cope. Uh, you know, I've, I've had a problem with this in the past, you know, mm-hmm. because I think people turn to um, things to, to get through yeah. um, as best they can because they don't really always know what's going on or why they feel the way that they feel and, 
you know, that's where therapy and all that stuff can really, really help. And, um, you know, I think that's an ongoing thing for everyone. I think we should always be seeking help and always trying to um, heal and be the best version of ourselves. And, you know, that, that, that is a work in progress for the rest of our lives, isn't it? It is. And we need to stop shaming people for uh, mm. for going and seeing counsellors or, or seeing psychiatrists yeah. or psychologists. You know, we've got to stop this shame. Everything that, that we seem to do at the moment is shaming people. Yeah, it really is. And I think, you know, it, it is changing. And I think that, you know, it's nice that we that the support I've seen mm. um, the last few days has been really, really warming for me because, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen when you do something yeah. like that. And I think I did it in a moment, not realizing the impact mm. in some ways. And I'm sitting back over the last couple of days, taking it all in, and, and I'm really glad it's positive. Mm. And, you know, I... I I really encourage more and more people to do the same. Yeah, absolutely. So, now, yeah. Uh, obviously, you've got your two young boys, and uh, and you're trying yeah. to shield them as much as possible. Um, yeah. You know, how did how did it feel to uh, you know when I when I opened when I, when I went to get the newspaper yesterday and I saw the front page, um, you know, the the Catherine Britt with this headline underneath it, and you know, of of course, there's always going to be that sensationalism, and especially when it's, it's someone of, of of your size, and uh, you know, everybody's going to be out there trying to figure out who's this and who's that. How did it yeah. feel to you to uh, to see that front page of the of the paper yesterday? Oh yeah, pretty confronting. I bet. Um, you know, I think that, you know, no one wants their dirty laundry aired out into the air, but, you know, this is a choice I've made and I'm 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 going I'm following mm. through. And I think, you know, um I need to stay strong now more than ever for, for my boys. They are gonna see those videos one day mm. and they're gonna know the truth and I'm not going to shield them from life. I'm not going to not tell them that I'm a human being and that trauma happens and, you know, these things happen because I, I don't like that old school mentality of shielding children from these things, you know, of, of not telling them the truth about life and, you know, all this stuff. I want them to be protected. I want them to be aware of people like the people who abused me. Mm. You know, I want them to know what to avoid and I'm, I want to be able to be that for them, um, you know, while that's heavy as it is. I think it's, you know, I think it's the right way to go. I think we need to we need to be honest and we need to be open and you know I thought about writing a book so many times oh man I've, I've started a book for the last 10 years I'm not even joking I've, I've written pages I've stopped and started it's yeah. such a huge thing to to undergo and and I still will at some point, but um, there is so much more to tell. You know, yeah. I've literally, I was just saying to my partner this morning, I feel like I've just, you know, um, just started, like, the top of the iceberg, mm-hmm. you know? And, and you know, no one wants me to go on and on and on either. We all have trauma. We all have stuff we're dealing with. But, you know, this is nice that at least one thing is being addressed and people are talking mm-hmm. about it. So now women are feeling like they can talk about it with their friends. And now it started a discussion, and that is the main key point to this. Yeah. So I need to just stay strong through this and just, you know, do that for these other women and for my children and, and for future generations. That's what's important here. So, What do you want to tell young women and young men entering the... Uh the music industry and the entertainment industry, you know, what what should we be telling them, Catherine? I mean, we want them to go into these industries, but we want them to go in knowing that, that there is a power imbalance and that there is nothing that, that can be done to fix that power imbalance. So it's in your hands to make sure you protect yourself. Yeah. How do we teach that? How do we, what do we tell the next generation? Yeah. Um, 
I think for me, I wasn't protected enough, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it is a responsibility for the adults around us to make sure, you know, it's not that common that people start out as young as I did mm-hmm. in, in industry. So there is that. I mean, there is always that need to protect. You watch these child stars come out all the time mm-hmm. and all the things they've been through, they turn to drugs and alcohol and you know, there's a reason this is happening, you know. There's a reason that that is a common story. And, you know, I'm no different to that. I was, you know, I, I was on tour. I was on the road from the age of 14, you know, and I moved to overseas mm. at 17, you know. That's too young. It's so yeah. young for a, a little girl to be experiencing all that stuff without without proper protection. Mm. And I think that that is the key is that I, you know, obviously I don't didn't know any better, and while I thought I knew I, I was in control and while I thought I knew I was an adult, you know, I look back to then and I watched me in interviews and things like that. I, I'm such a know-it-all. You know, I'm <laughs> such a, I'm an adult and I know what I'm doing. And, mm. I, and I didn't. Oh, my God, I'm a freaking teenager. Like, <laughs> that's so ridiculous. You know, I'd laugh mm. at myself. You know, it's, it's, it's really, um, you know, it's such a teenager's mentality. We do think that we know everything and that we are in control. And really... We don't have the life experience to understand what is right and wrong sometimes. And it is up to the adults around us to show us that. And Mm. this is the key message in what I was trying to say. It's not up to us as children. Mm. It is up to the adults surrounding us that should be protecting us and looking after us. And and when they fail us, they need to be called out on that behaviour. So. I know. Well, I know you understand this now, but uh, you know there there is this enormous thing that uh, that as women we we have, which is called mum guilt. Yeah. And uh, how's mum yeah. coping at the moment with uh, with the fact that you've come out and, and, and said all of this? And you know, how's mum coping? I bet she's feeling. Uh, I bet she's feeling like she's she's you know failed you as a mum. How's she coping? Yeah, I, me and my mum are so close mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, we've struggled throughout my life um, with our friend, with our um, relationship, and we're now in such a beautiful place. And she is just an incredible woman mm-hmm. um, with her own struggles and and life, you know, experiences. And um, my mum and dad have been incredible the last couple of days. Uh, my dad just literally before I got this call sent me a, a bunch of like. Um, you know, support lines and mm-hmm. <laughs> people to call. And, yeah. you know, he's a clinical psychologist by trade and he's very much on that side of things. And my mum is just constantly checking in to make sure I'm okay and, and completely supports me. And and my whole family has done the same. You know, I've got three older brothers that I'm sure are feeling that way too. I got mm-hmm. a message from my my most protective brother saying, "Who do I need to kill?" Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that. Who do I need to? Uh, who do I need to hit? It, take a hit out on? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I, you know, he's obviously being funny, but yeah. um, you know, it, it is that situation where everyone feels like they failed you, and it's not really that simple, is it? You know, it, yeah. it's not. People can't keep an eye on you all the time, and they can't always be there. And you know, my parents trusted that the people around me were looking after mm. me, so that's actually not on them. It's on the people that promised my parents they were looking after me they're the ones that did the wrong thing you know and my parents shouldn't feel any shame for no. that they they did their best as we all do as parents mum guilt is so you know tied to us just trying to do our best and we constantly feel that guilt because we're always trying and, and not always succeeding because it is so hard to protect our children and our youth and you know all we can do is our best and that is enough and you know, we all just try and, and, and do what we can. And my parents did the same. So, you know, I don't blame them. 
I definitely don't blame them and I certainly don't um, look at them as the the culprit in this. I look at the adults that they trusted as, as the problem. And that's what we do as parents. Isn't it? You know, we we trust those those people around us, Catherine. Yeah. Obvi- obviously, you know, you're, you're the beacon at the moment. You're, you're the one who's who's come out. Are you expecting over the next uh, you know days and weeks that that more musicians will come out and have a similar story? I hope so. That is really my um, that is that is what I would love to see happen. I'd love to see um, you know people now feeling strength to speak up and maybe some changes happening because if we don't do this then future young women will will suffer at the hands of us being silent. So I think that, you know, I've I've made a step as far as I can for now. I may be stronger a little later to do more. Mm. Um, but I feel like, you know, it is it is a step in the right direction and I think that I I I applaud anyone else who, who feels like they can speak up now and I will have their back a hundred percent. I'm on their side and I'm here for them if they need. So if you want to speak out, I think now is the time and, and you know, it, it's important to do so if you have the strength. Yeah, absolutely. So, but make sure you have support around you. Um, yeah. So what's happening now? The last time you and I spoke, um, you were head, headed out on the uh, on the road with Amber Lawrence. Uh, what are you What are you up yeah. to these days? What are you What are you doing? Yeah, we're so busy. It's like it's so crazy. That's I'm, I'm dealing with all this this week, and um, and then we go back on the road on the weekend, and you know it's it's hectic all the time. I'm you know I'm full time mum when I'm home with three little kids under. Under four, my partner has a two-year-old, so we have her a um, couple of days every fortnight as well. And my boys are four and three, and um, you know they're just in their crazy toddler um, hectic stage. <laughs> so um, they're so worse. beautiful. Oh man, they're just so intense. It's so great, and they just the light of my life. And um, yeah, I mean that's really what keeps me busy during the week. I I, I run my career in between being mum and and changing you know clothes and feeding them and and picking up messes and um and then I go on the road on the weekends pretty much every single weekend we're out there working I mean that that is my job you Mm. know you other people go nine to five and whatever and mine's going out on tour on the weekends and my boys know that mummy goes on the road on the weekends Mm. and that's why they go to daddy's and um yeah it's 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 a good little routine we have it's it's hard work and my partner and I work really really hard we're always trying to catch up on on not getting to that exhaustion stage and looking after ourselves that we can but um it's great it's so great to be back at work i'm just loving being back on the road we do this bush pubs tour thing where we we take music to um rural communities and and back to the bush and it's such an important project for me and i'm so proud of it and i i really really love and i'm so passionate about it so that's my new thing. I, I just I really focus on that and and getting that up and you know and just making that a good uh, my focus I guess in, yeah. in career. And I'm writing a new record at the moment. So yeah, that's good. Busy. I was just going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good yeah. to hear. That's great. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, I mean, COVID was a was a horrible time for the entertainment industry. Yeah. And tomorrow is, of course, Oz Music T-shirt Day. Yeah. How, how's uh, how have you gone? I mean, as when we spoke with uh, yourself and, and Amber, you were so excited to get back out. And of course, you know. <laughs> We're still being shut, you know, semi. So it's still here. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, how no. uh, how are you going performing? You're uh, you're doing all right at the moment. What's ticket sales yeah. like? Are you seeing people yeah. still coming out? They're hesitant still, um, mm. somewhat. You know, I can only go off what pre-COVID looked like to now. 
Um, you know, there's pockets where people are, are coming out like they used to, and then there's other places where there's uh, still hesitation. Mm. And I think that's that's natural. You know, I think we can't blame the audiences for that. You know, they're they're, they're either sick with COVID or they're afraid, or you know, the weather has not helped either. The flooding has just been mm. horrific. We've had so much work cancelled due to not being able to get to the gig. Um, or people in the area not being able to get out and their homes, you know, going underwater. It's just awful. It just doesn't feel like it's stopping, does it? It's no, like no, back to back, like fires, then COVID, now flooding. It's like, what is going on? So, you know, I think people are doing their best to, to do what they can and, and enjoy themselves when they can. But it's so hard right now to get to a gig and, and enjoy yourself. You feel like guilty about it sometimes, you know. And, and when people do come out and have a great night, I just... My goal on stage is to make sure it's the best night I possibly can give them because I know how important it is that they made that effort to pay for a ticket to come out of the house and come see a show and be surrounded by people and friends and, and have a drink and have a good night, let their hair down. That's, that's you know, awesome that we're starting to do that again and I, I'm really grateful for it. My fans are everything to me mm. and I have nothing without them. So I, you know, do everything I can to make them happy and... Um, that's my only goal, really, when I'm on stage and when I'm out on the road is, is to focus on them. So, so where yeah. are you this weekend? Uh, yeah, this weekend we're going down to Tungamar. Where <laughs> you know is where that? that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's kind of, um, it's like near the Victorian border, if that makes sense. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't even know. You have to Google Maps, yeah. I guess. Oh, well. Um, yeah, it's down near the wineries and stuff, but it's called the Tungamar Hotel, and it's just a fabulous hotel. Like, you know, the Bush Pub Store is, of course, about going to all these mm. wonderful um, rural bush pubs that we have in Australia. We're so lucky we have these iconic bush pub thing that we have here that's, that's really special, and um, that's where I play. I go to all the little bush pubs all over Australia, and Tungamar is another fantastic one that, um, you know, is a really great tourist attac- attraction with fantastic wine regions around it and a fantastic rural area that, that you know people should try and visit if they can it's, it's a really wonderful place so um yeah saturday night we're we're playing there we've got a local support a fantastic young fellow who's coming and opening up the show so we, we also love you know um supporting local mm-hmm. talent and um everywhere we go we get a local support and um yeah it should be fantastic so looking forward to it you are just an incredible person. You are an amazing singer. Um, congratulations! I know it sounds bizarre to say congratulations, but uh, you are very brave. You have uh, you have shown vulnerability in the in the extreme, and uh, and as uh, as someone who's been in the media industry and seen that side of it for so many years, you know it, it is very brave, and you should be uh, well and truly congratulated, my friend. And I hope that uh, I hope that you're the start of a, of a wonderful movement. And uh, all our love, all our best thoughts, and uh, yeah, just love you, dear. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I appreciate your time. Thanks Pleasure. for spreading the word. Chat Cheers. with you soon. Thank you. Bye, bye. Bye. That is uh, the incredible Catherine Britt, who, uh, who of course, um, in a series of videos posted to her social media, um, yeah, it's just amazing. She's just incredible. And uh, one of the things she said is, uh, people that all look at you as heroes and musical icons, these people touched me inappropriately when I was young, took advantage of me when I was young, had sex with me when I was underage, tried to have sex with me when I was underage. She just, uh, she's gone for it. She was uh, very, very straightforward in what she said. 
I'm not going to talk about the the people. They don't deserve our time. But uh, congratulations to Catherine for calling it out. It really is impressive. If this has caused any concern at all for you, please contact the Lifeline on 13 11 14. That number again, 13 11 14. And if you are in the situation and you would like to reach out to Catherine Britt, of course, head towards her uh, her Facebook page and you can uh, you can make contact with Catherine there. I think we deserve a Catherine Britt song. What do you think? This is always never enough. She is incredible. She's our very own country queen. It's Catherine Britt. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.